Welcome to the KHOW Podcast. You've joined a community who focuses on following the word, living the word, and doing the word. We hope you enjoy these messages. Amen. Amen. Let's open up our Bibles and let's go to uh, the book of Proverbs, uh, chapter number three. I just want to read some verses. We're going to share some things, and um, I really believe that we've already, in the time shared, we kind of tapped into what we're going to get into this evening. So Proverbs chapter 3. I'm going to read a couple verses, and we're going to um, get right into it. So Proverbs chapter 3, I'm going to start at verse number 1. It says, my son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will bring over with new wine. Excuse me. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke, because the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, the son he delights in. Blessed is the man who finds wisdom, the man who gains understanding, for she, wisdom, is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. She, wisdom, is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand and her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant ways and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who embrace her. Those who lay hold of her will be blessed. I want to just stop right there. Just for a few moments, I want to just talk about taking inventory, taking inventory. And this is why I was so appreciative just to hear uh, those who are sharing on this evening, um, because the reality is this, you know, Apostle Cobb was talking about how we are entering or we're in a new year. And one of the things about inventory is that it usually takes place when a new year is starting. The reality is this, every day of our lives, we should be taking inventory. Why? Because behold, all things are becoming new. Every morning we wake up, we wake up, we're, we're stepping into something that we've never been before. We've never been where we are today, ever. And that's why it's something about really checking where you are. What I'm watching, I don't do a lot of social media, but one of the things I've been observing a lot, especially when it comes to the people of God, we have a lot of judgment about something except about where we are. And the reality is this, everything you're looking around and you know, it hurts my heart to see leaders go after leaders. And it hurts my heart to see leaders spend so much time in what's happening in the secular world as they call it. The reality is this, the world is doing what the world does. There is no secret to what's happening. So when people say to me, Alex, can you believe that such and such is doing this? Can you believe? The reality I say is, yes, I can believe it. Because who are we to sit and point? I am so, 
I am so in a, a place of my life where I'm constantly checking and seeing where I am. I'm taking inventory every day. And this is why it blows my mind when I watch leaders and, and people of God walk around with a chip on their shoulder or as if they have so much to do with how they're bringing forth the word or how they're blessing God's people. The reality is this, we are gifted of God to be where we are. It's an absolute gift to be called a child of a living king. It's an absolute honor to stand in the presence of Almighty God. And I share this with people all the time. When you understand where you are in the things of God is because you really have a heart for people who are outside of his realm, outside of his protection. There's something that should be, be tugging on your heart when you watch people do things contrary. This is why I love the word of God because the word of God speaks for itself. There's so much truth, there's so much life, there is nothing that God is going to withhold from those who walk up right before him. How do we know what he's holding if we don't know who he is? How do we know what he's withholding? How do we know what's being said, how it's being said, if we have no personal relationship with him? The reality is this, most people love to get into the business of others because for them, they're not hearing what God is saying. There are so many ears that are itchy ears. There are so many people who are locking themselves into not finding out what God is saying to them and so busy. And the Bible talks about being the busybody. The Bible talks about putting your affairs and, and, and trying to gain access to uh, other people's lives. The reality is this, my heart hurts when people speak contrary to the things of God. I'm not concerned and following their every move because the reality is this, I am grateful to God to be where I am. And this is what inventory is. Inventory is not just about what you have, but it's about what you owe. And we owe our lives to God. And this is why he tells us in his word that we have to take personal inventory. Let's go to Psalms 139. Very quick, just a few pages back. And I'm just going to read two verses of scripture. Psalms 139, starting at verse 23, it says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. There is so much life we can obtain if we really start taking inventory about where we are. And there's so much that we find ourselves in, there's so much that we find ourselves doing and we're missing the most intricate part of this relationship. And it's called a personal one. It's our relationship with God. It's seeing what is he saying to us? How is he talking to us? How is he dealing with us? He, he knows the cares that we have. He knows about our family members. He knows about our job situations. There is nothing that hides from God. But until we start to understand the importance of taking inventory within ourselves, we're going to find that we're missing. We're missing some things that we're going to need along this journey. And so here's the thing. Most people, when they're hearing testimonies, it's so sad that that they, 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 they feel as if their story is not strong enough. Their story is not big enough. Their story is not as, as 
whatever adjective you want to put on it, the reality is this, our individual lives, our individual lives is exactly what God wants to reveal to the world. And when you take inventory, what it's actually doing, it's allowing you to understand what's in your store. What's, what do you, what do you have? Because here's the reality. Inventory is important because there's going to come a time if you are not taking proper inventory, then you will get spiritually audited. And here's the reality. An audit is, if you re really understand the definition of an audit, an audit is an official inspection of an individual's account. See, you can't use my receipts when you get audited. You can't use what's going on in my life when God is dealing with you. And this is why we have to be ever so careful how we put our mouths on things, how we put our mouths on people, how we put our mouths on these celebrities. The reality is this, every one of us have a charge to keep. And this is, you know, Pastor Ryan and I had an amazing conversation. One of the things we, we were talking about is that, you know, your, your heart gets heavy for those who, who just you know, in one breath really want the things of God and in the next breath, life just pulls them right back. So as much as we want to minister to people, as much as we want to sow into people, as much as we want to pour into people, the reality is this, it's an individual choice. The love of God is so powerful because he allows us to choose him. The God of, of, of all things even allows us to say no to him. And remember what we talk about. Just because there's revelation doesn't mean there's transformation. Just because you believe doesn't mean you're going to do. There is something that we're all responsible for in this individual walk. So to define inventory, it's, it's inventory is, is taking all items, all goods, merchandise held, think about this, held to sell in the marketplace to earn a profit. I want you to listen to the definition of that. And one of the things that's, that stood out to me is, is that it's, it's sold in the marketplace to earn a profit. Do you not know that the reason why we need to take inventory is because we need to go into the marketplace. Mm. Think about what the scripture says. Go ye therefore. We are to go out, our individual lives are to speak on behalf. Because again, we're, we're disciples, we're, we're disciplined people, we're people who can talk about the power of God, the love of God, and all the great things he's done. But we have to get out into the marketplace. Why? Because they need to, they need to hear from a prophet. Think about what the definition says. It says, for all items, goods, merchandise held for selling in the marketplace to earn a profit. The world needs to earn what we have to share. How do they earn it? They earn it by allowing, allowing themselves to see what it is about our individual lives. How do we take inventory? How do they see our lives? The Bible says you'll know them by their fruit. You got to be consistent with a lifestyle that people will want to ask you questions. The reason why people aren't asking questions is because they don't see a consistency about what they really want to know about a true and loving God. Why? Because if one minute we're up, the next minute we're down, this is why forsake not the assembly of ourselves together. We got to build each other up in this moment. 
We got to build each other up because guess what? Life is designed to take us out. So I love to celebrate the lives of people who are really reaching after God. And remember, the fact that I am going to share about the goodness of Jesus, remember, witnessing and going out there and sharing the love of God, it's not just for the individual. It's a reminder to me about where I am. It's a reminder to me about whose I am. It's a reminder to me of how great my life is. Why? Because turmoil awaits us. Disappointment awaits us. It literally stands and watches our every move just in order to get in there. Inventory is going to suggest what stays on your shelf. Inventory is going to speak to you because here's the thing about it. When you're doing inventory, there are certain things, certain items you're looking at and say, why didn't that sell? I got too much of that. So then there's this, there's this thing called overstock.com. There's an overstock in our individual lives. Why? Because we've got too much of the same stuff and we keep going to God as if we don't have it. So we're praying, and remember when we talked about praying amiss? We're praying amiss because we're literally not taking inventory about what goods there are on our personal shelves. What is it that we overstock too much? What is it that we buy too much? Do you buy into the lie when the enemy says you no good? Do you buy into those things? Do you, do you find yourself going back and retrieving more? Because it's not, always, it's not always the good things we put on the shelves. There are some things we put on the shelves with the assumption that people are going to buy. And we have to be careful because a personal inventory is allowing you to see you and the reality about what's in your store. What's, what's the goods on your shelf? And the, the, the hard part about this walk is that every day, he says, behold, all things have become new. It's not some things that's happening in our lives. Every day, there's a transformation that's taking place. And the great thing about it is that with inventory, if there are things you know are not going to benefit you, you take it off the shelf. Can't sell that anymore. That can't work. That's, not gonna, that, that's been collecting dust in my inventory shelf. What's in your store? What's in your individual space? What's that thing you keep looking at and keep looking at? And instead of seeing, is that beneficial to me? Do we keep it on the shelf, push it back and buy three more? Do we pile it up? Because the reality is this misery does love company. And if you get the wrong people in your ear, remember what I constantly say, only two things happen in an environment. You're either going to control it or it will control you. And this is why we have to be careful what goes into the two gates that God says to protect with everything in you. These ear gates, these eye gates, because what's ever coming here and whatever's seen here is going to come out of our mouths. And life and death is in the power of our tongue. We have to be ever so mindful about what it is, because here's the thing about overstock. You sell it at a discount. You sell overstock at a discount. So if you are piling up disappointment, if you're piling up uh, 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 the things that you know aren't good for you, you're going to sell it at a cheap price. And before you know it, let me tell you something about a cheap price. 
Most people who don't know quality will buy cheap all day long. They'll buy they'll buy all day long. They'll pile up their house. You ever walk into someone's house and it's like, yeah, you got some toilet, but that's a little bit too much toilet paper. That's a little because people have this thing of overbuying what we present and sell cheap, even if they don't need it. So the question is, when you are talking about your individual life, when you're talking about what's going on in your show and you're trying to get it out there, what are, what are we presenting? What are they purchasing from our lives? Because the moment you pass it off, there's, there's a transferring. The Bible talks about even transferring of spirits. We have to be careful. Because a lot of times we'll sit home and try to figure out what's going on in our individual lives, not even knowing we had some conversations with people we shouldn't have talked to. We got around some things that we shouldn't have got around. Before you know it, do you not know the moment something positive is happening in your life, the enemy is standing right there to snatch that from you? Every word that comes out of your mouth, he's going after it. Why? Because if he can go after the word, this is why when people start talking about apostles says this all the time, actions speaks louder than words. No, no, that's because your words don't mean nothing. Everything about what God does, he does with a word. So if he says it, that should settle it. But why doesn't it? Why doesn't that settle it? Because we're not sold on what he's saying about us. We're not believing in what the word is saying. We're not, we're not trusting because, because we, 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 we've consumed ourselves with what people say to us, what media say, what the world is saying. And, and we have to start pivoting because the fact of the matter is change starts even with a pivot. You change your whole direction. And I think sometimes we're trying to make this massive turn and God is just saying pivot. If you pivot, you're off to a new direction. So it doesn't take so much with making the word of God as if it's so difficult. Lamentations 3 and 4, it says, let us test and examine our ways and return back to the Lord. The great thing about inventory is because it has to allow you to see the fullness of who you are so you can get back to being his son. You can get back to being his daughter. Proverbs is just a book of wisdom. If you stand in it and read it, it speaks to your spirit, man. It lets you know who you are. It teaches you how to take inventory. Everything we do, the Bible says, do it unto the Lord. Do it with gratitude. Do it with, because, because it, it hurts to see where we are as a body. If there's ever a time to reach lost souls, is there, if, if there's ever a time to really speak life into people's lives, it's now. It's now. So when people are asking me, so what do you think about this? What do you think? I don't, I don't have time to do all of that thinking on behalf of something I may not have the full understanding about. But what I can do, if there's something I know that the word of God can help, stop giving your opinion and start giving them the word. Your opinion, my opinion does not matter. But the word of God, is something that we can present in love. The word of God is something we can allow people to understand in him is how I live, move, and have my being. And don't get caught up 
I'm so tired of people telling me what I'm supposed to be. It's amazing how you have an understanding about something you've never done. It's amazing you have an opinion about something you will never become. But isn't it funny when, you know, when, when, when people want you to present God, they say, and you, and you have your moment, they say, aren't you supposed to be a Christian? What do you know about being a Christian? Aren't you supposed to be? Aren't you supposed to be? And it's amazing because usually the people who share that with us are people who will never do what you're supposed to be. People who don't have a fullness of what it is that you're supposed to be. This walk called Christianity is not a walk in the park. This call, this call of discipleship, let's say it right. This call as followers of Christ, let's say everything under the sun is a Christian now. I was talking to a young man and I told him, and I said, you know, uh, the, the problem is that we've, we've been labeled as men, as soft people when it comes to Christianity. We've been labeled soft. Because the reality is, if you step into Christianity, you see a lot of soft stuff. You see a lot of fluffy stuff. And the reality is this, I'm not passing judgment on any of that. Because the re for me, for me, you have to be a strong man to call yourself a disciple of Christ. You have to be someone who is flat-footed and knows and knows how to get into bed and know how to call on your God. Do you ever feel the moment like Elijah? I sat with them, Buddhists, Muslims, I, and there, there, there are people who are, are, are friends of mine who have been converted over because the reality is this, truth has a way of speaking louder than what you and I can ever speak. And sometimes we don't give people enough grace to allow them to see the truth. We want them to get it now, but the reality is this, our inconsistency is what's causing them to step back and regroup and say, but maybe this is not what it is. Maybe, and, and, and instead of taking inventory to find out what did we sell them? What did I take off the shelf to try to present to them? It wasn't even, was it, was it something that I was, I was sharing in, 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 in the face of truth? Because we talk more about what we're, hmm, about what pains us, what causes disappointment, what causes us to, to just, you know, think about it. That's testimony service has stopped. It stopped only because people don't know how to testify. We give God two seconds and we give the enemy 20 minutes. And then we end it with, and y'all pray my strength in the Lord. And what's happening is we're trying to present something because inventory hasn't been taking place. And now we have an opinion about everything else that's going on. You got to know, I got to know what's on the inside. I got to know what's happening with Alex Panetta. What's, what, what happens to me when death presents itself? What happens? What happens to my posture when someone uh, engages me and goes after my name and talk about me and share? What, what happens to me? What happens to me when the world presents the news as if everything is going to crumble and I'm crumbling with it? What happens to me when my body is wrapped in pain? What happens? 
What happens when I realize that in taking inventory, I found some things that I've neglected for years and I kept purchasing the same thing because I didn't take the time to find out what was on my shelf. What happens? What happens? And every business has to take time. Take time before they can go into a new season in their lives. They got to check every shelf. You Come on, anybody worked in a warehouse? And anybody worked where you got to go through and count every bolt, every screw, every... You ever been in that where they say, no, 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 we got to know everything that's in the store. And while you're there, clean them shelves off. While you're there, while you're pulling everything else, you're going to find some stuff you didn't think was back there. Well, while you're there, you pull it all out. Come on, let's get a fresh start. Let's take that old stuff, put it in the front because it's the first thing we need to get rid of. And God is like, make, make room for me. Because when you take inventory and you start to gut out those places, when you start taking inventory and starting to see, hey, 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 no, no, I don't need this. I don't need this. I need to make room for this. I need to move in this. The importance of taking inventory. Because the reality is this. We are going to be audited. There's no way around it. And got news for you. The more successful you are, the more eyes that are on you. You want to talk about life in life in ministry, life in this is why it hurts my heart because when you start seeing God use amazing young people and blow them up. And ministries are growing in leaps and bounds. The first thing people are looking for is the negative. The first thing they want to talk about is waiting on a scandal. And it's so sad that before they even the world respond, we respond first. Yeah, I knew it. I knew he was no good. I knew, it. yeah, he's stealing it. He's taking it. And, and, and then you wonder why people don't want to pastor. Then you wonder why people don't want to lead nobody. Because it's like, you know what? I'd rather not do anything, say anything. You know how long I fought this thing? Because I watched so much in ministry, it almost crippled me. Because all I saw was the default in it. All I saw was the negative in it. And God is like, you paying too much attention on stuff you shouldn't be paying attention to. You let me deal with them. You let me deal with that. Is it in my word? Yes, sir. Did I call pastors? The fivefold ministry is alive and well. Did I call for that? So when someone comes in and not do, and not do the right thing, how do you label yourself and what they've done? How do they how do they get to walk in your store and put stuff on your shelf? How do they get to sell your goods? If we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, then we have to understand something, the inventor of all. And this is, this is what blew my mind because God is constantly dealing with me with words. So I was like, inventory, God, inventory. And so I said, to, to think about the word invent or an invention, it comes from creative ability. You and I are what God placed on the planet. And because he, he deposited what he deposited in us, the inventory is because we need to invent what God puts in us, a story for the world to see how real he really is. See, I know my life. I know what he's done. And this is why when people want to get picky about 
the name of Jesus. And I say, I don't care if the name is Juan Pablo. When I call him Jesus, he responds. When I call on his name, he moves. You can say whatever you, you call on whoever you want. But at the end of the day, if there's no response, you are a fool calling out a name that doesn't talk back to you. So I don't have to sit there and convince you whether it's in the name of Jesus, whether it's in the name of, I don't have to do any of that. Watch my life. Watch what I do in inventory so that when I'm presenting it, when I'm in the marketplace and these things, I'm not selling you no cheap stuff. The reality is I'm selling you the truth about God's life in me. And that's why you can't shake me because you weren't there. You weren't there when he put me up from, 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 that, from that bench when I'm sleeping in my own feet, sleeping in my own vomit. You weren't there. You weren't there when he called out my name. You weren't there when he said, no, no, I'm going to pour life into you, Alex. You weren't there. How quickly we forget. How quickly we forget how great he's been. It's 26 years, and I'm just as amped, just as hyped. I pray that there's more amped. I pray that there's more hype. Why? Because in 26 years, I got a list of stuff. I got a list of stuff to share with you. You sit there long enough with me, I promise you, before I cry, you will. Before I shout, you will. I trust my God so much. That's why I feel like Elijah sometimes. You can call on whoever you want. As a matter of fact, do whatever you want to the altar. When I ask for fire, it's coming. It's coming. I'm confident. I'm confident, as Paul talked about. I'm confident in this thing. So I shall make my boast in the Lord. And I'm going to celebrate people who call on his name. I'm not going to pass judgment on that. They have, a, they have an account to give to God. My prayer is that they're taking inventory like I'm taking inventory. Because when it's time for the audit, you got to pull out your own receipts. And you better make sure you save them. You better make sure you save them. Don't be, don't be talking about what you think you don't know. No, no, no. Show me proof. I need proof. And don't think you can bring such and such in and such and such in. No, 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 no. They got nothing to do with this audit. It's personal. And this is why we have to, we have to take inventory. We have to look into our own lives. And this is what I love about getting away at times. And I, I just love it because it gives me an opportunity just to be silent and hear him speak to me and say, Alex, that right there. Mm -mm. Sweep that up, clean that. Because sometimes life will make you pass by a bunch of stuff that's in your store. Life will tell you, nah, don't worry about that. You just keep going. And before you know it, you're piling up and piling up and piling up. And you want me to try to get into your space. And I can't even find a chair because you hoarded on so much that I can't even find a good because all that other stuff is still in the house. So what needs to happen is that someone needs to come in and literally gut the place out and the very thing you say, but don't touch that. Oh no, that's sentimental value. That's this, that's that. And God is like, if you don't clean that out, what are we holding on to? What is it that we hold on to because we fear it's so much of our identity that if we give it up, who will we be? Wow. Who will we be if they actually saw our inventory? 
What would they say? What are you doing selling that? What's that doing next to that? Do you not know if you put that next to that, you get to spoil this? What are they saying? And in demonstration, in demonstration and in power is how we're supposed to present our God. So as we are walking into this newness, we've been talking about this. Apostle Hicks gave it an amazing, amazing word. I got an opportunity to hear it. Not this time. This is why we're, we're linking up. God has been so kind to us. God has been so kind to Kehau. God has been so kind. Let me, let, me not talk. let me get personal. God has been so kind to Pastor Alex that he's brought giants in my life. I don't take it lightly when I look at the screen. I don't. I don't. For as long as I have you. For as long as I have you, I thank you. I have no idea where you'll be tomorrow. This is why in this film, no membership, don't sign no papers. No. You say, yes, welcome to the kingdom. What do we need to do? But if you come and say, Alex, God, God is taking me somewhere. And I appreciate all that you've done. Thank you for pouring into me. But I need to get under this leadership. I, will, I promise you, I will shake your hand. I will love on you. I will walk with you. Because there's something about saying yes to the kingdom and stop saying yes to this personal social clubs that everybody's trying to build. Do you not know all we do is swap people? Think about that. All we do is swap people. I don't need anybody coming from another place of ministry to come into this fellowship to tell me how bad your pastor is. No, 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 no. Don't open your mouth about that. Don't you, don't you dare come into this. No, 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 no. You're going to spoil my inventory. You can affect some things in my store because before you know, it, if you're that bold, the Bible says not to do it. So if you're that bold to do it in my presence, I'm going to be afraid. Because whether you agree with the man or woman of God, that's your choice. Just grab your stuff, get up, and politely move on. But keep your mouth off of people. Aren't we grown enough? We're grown enough to go through our own stuff. Let me dig into my stuff. Lord, search my heart. Didn't we just read that? Search my heart. Psalms 139, search me, God, and know my heart. I want to make sure I'm found where I can stand in your presence. So in this season of our lives, as much as we want to move forward, as much as we want to grab a hold of all this new stuff and all the great things that God had, make sure we're taking inventory. Make sure there's room on the shelf to put something else on there. Make sure that the dust of old don't get on the new stuff. Take inventory. It's your store. It's my store. And it's something about when we get an opportunity mm, to share what the Lord has done. Where you can pull something off of your shelf. I can pull it. Before you know it, we have this amazing meal standing in front of us because all things are working together for the good of them that love God. And every part of the body of Christ is important. So the hand can't tell the leg, well, we don't need you now. No, no, no. We need the whole body. This is why in this fellowship, we allow our voices to be heard. This is no dictatorship. We start this fellowship. Tell me what's going on in your life. What's happening? And then we end it with this as I'll end it now. Make sure 
you take inventory. Any questions, comments, concerns? Thank you for joining us for another episode of the KHOW podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email us at khowworshipla at gmail.com. That's K-H-O-W-O-R-S-H-I-P-L-A at gmail.com.